0: Hello and welcome to All Villa, No Filler, a podcast all about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team. Villa have been very active through the January transfer window, the club now heavily linked with a move for Juventus midfielder Rodrigo Bentancur. If the Uruguayan international signed for Villa, he would join new faces Coutinho, Luca Degna, Robin Olsen and Kerr-Smith. On this show, I'm joined by the Juventus reporter for Forbes, Adam Digby. He's also the author of Juventus, A History in Black and White. I started out by asking Adam what Villa fans should expect from Bentancur.
1: Sure, yeah, he's a, a Uruguayan midfielder who, at Juventus more often than not, he's asked to play in front of the defence, like the, the typical Serie A, Regista type role, Jorginho, that that. Kind of position. He's he's not really that kind of player. He's he's following on from Merlin Pjanic being pushed into that role at Juve. He's been followed on the same suit. But for Uruguay, he plays on the right hand side of a midfield three. Um, Lucas Torreya, that used to be at Arsenal. That's now at Fiorentina, playing as the as the regista type player. And he's more of the 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 more attacking of the. The two guys on the on the flanks of that, you know, he's he's quite solid defensively. He's quite neat in possession, if a little bit too cautious, I think. um But he's been good for Juve at times. I think he's he's a victim of, in recent seasons at least, of Juve's midfield being a little bit of a disaster area for the team. Right, um, and and he's paid for that with his reputation. But before that, he was he was excellent. You know, he's a a, a good rising kind of star in Serie A before that and, and thought very highly of both at Juventus and, and by a wider Serie A audience.
0: OK, um, well, a lot of Villa fans have wanted a uh, kind of a destroyer type of defensive midfielder. I think a lot of fans see that as a missing element within our midfield. Um, Does Benson Kerr kind of fit that destroyer mould or is he a different kind of player?
1: There's definitely more to him than that. Um, okay. he's, he's, like I say, he's much more comfortable on the ball than he is without it in... In Serie A, he often falls guilty of getting silly, unnecessary yellow cards. Um, a little bit like Alan, who came to Everton. Yeah. The, the same kind of thing, you know, a little bit too foully for, for Serie A refs. But, <laughs> mate, I think sometimes in the Premier League, you can get away with that a little bit more, Kai, kind of a little bit more physical, um, a little bit more of a physical league, not to be too stereotypical, but they can kind of let them play a little bit more, I think. Mm-hmm. Whereas it, some of the refs in Serie A in particular can be a little bit picky. Um, but no, I wouldn't say he's a, a defensive player by any means. He does his job defensively, he's tactically very aware and he, he he's certainly no slouch in that department, but he's he's much more of a, a builder of play than a destroyer of it, if you want to to look at it that way.
0: So a builder of play, um, so does that mean is he quite decent going forward? Does he offer like assists, goals, that kind of thing?
1: He's more like the the past before the past, you know, his he's, his assist numbers are quite low and he's only ever scored three goals for Juve. Um, none in the last this season or the season before uh, but again that's more of a, a, a victim of the way that Juve have struggled in those two seasons where they've not won the league whereas before that they were um, he do not get forward into the box a lot but again he is being asked to play in that holding role for, for Juve more often than not so he's not got the licence to, to get as much as he should I think it, it's hard to know who he really is because he's been hamstrung by a poor midfield and a, a a different position than he's used to, but when he plays for Uruguay, you definitely see a lot more. Um, you definitely see a lot more of what he's capable of because he's mm-hmm. playing in that not a free role, but free ear. If, if you know if that makes sense, he's got yeah. more license to get forward and join the attack, more to to move up and down the field than he does when he's asked to sit and hold in front of the defense, like he has been at Juve for so long. Um, and I think. The way that he plays, the way that he plays for Uruguay in particular, I think the Premier League probably suit him a lot more than, right. not not more than Serie A, but certainly more than the way that he's being asked to play in Serie A over the past couple of seasons. I think he's a player who can do a lot more than he's being allowed to in many ways. And I think he's definitely a, a player who you could see having a much higher ceiling than you might in, you might immediately think of Um from from watching him over the last two years, and I think it's no surprise that these rumours have have intensified after the report that um, Villa's chief scout was at at the game at the weekend. Right, because I think if you've watched him and you've watched him for Uruguay and then you go watch him in person, if that's your job to watch these players, I think you'd be able to take a lot more away of what he is, he could be capable of in the right system and in the in the right team than he's more than he's showing. If you just watch the highlights of the Juve game or if you just tune in and see what you can see on TV, you know, you can mm. in person, you see a, a lot more what these players can do. And I, as I say, I don't think it's any surprise that he's been scouted in person by Villa last week. And then these rumours have really, really kicked on in the last couple of days.
0: So he certainly sounds like an intelligent midfielder, Um, mm. you know, and you mentioned that Jorginho at Chelsea he's kind of comparable to him.
1: I think in the role that he's being asked to play at the moment, yes, right. I think I don't think he is at all. I think he's much more of a. Um, I'm trying to think of a good, Pjanic before he came to Juve again is that kind of of player. He's not the most. I think when you play a midfield three, I don't know about you, but for me, you tend to have a defensive player, you have an attacking player, and then you have the other guy. Defensive <laughs> <The center> player <laughs> is the other guy. He can do right, a bit right. of both. Right. You
0: know,
1: I think he, that's that's kind of his best role for me, and that's. That's the role that he fills for Uruguay, where they have Torrey as the holding player. They have a much more attacking midfielder on the other side. And then they have that other guy. And, and, and that's the role that he fills. And I think he's very good when he's asked to do that. And I think he's got inside his own head a little bit over the last couple of seasons and and really fallen off from the, the level that he was at two years ago when Allegri was in his first spell at Juve. And when, probably when Maurizio Sarri first came to Juve as well, I think. There's definitely a lot more to him than, than we've been seeing recently.
0: Okay, well, as you say, he's been at Juventus for five seasons now and he's featured regularly in their first 11. Some reported today that the Juventus manager, Max Allegri, doesn't want to lose him and uh, likes him quite a lot. Um, so, is it surprising to you that Juventus are seemingly considering letting him go?
1: No, because this is a, a problem that we've had, that Juventus have had for, for quite a while now, is they've got some high profile players who they picked up. most of them on free transfers, on high wages, who then don't want to leave, won't leave, can't be talked into leaving, whatever it may be. We saw it with Sammy Kadira, We saw it a little bit with Blaise Matuidi. We're certainly seeing it now with Aaron Ramsey, who seems to have turned down a different Premier League club every day this month, (laughs) despite the fact that we've run out of of Premier League clubs for days. But uh, every day it seems that he's turned down Burnley, he's turned down Crystal Palace, he's turned down Newcastle, whatever turned down Villa, maybe because he already had a Ramsey and he didn't want to be the, the second <laughs> yeah. one or whatever it may be. But um, he, he seems to have turned everybody down. And I think then you move down the list, don't you, from the, the players who you'd like to ship out if you want to make a, an acquisition to players who you could ship out and it wouldn't really hurt your first team. I think you look at the the first choice, Uv eleven and you would certainly put Locatelli as the starter in midfield, probably put Weston McKennie in there at the moment. And then you've got Rabio, you've got Artur, and you've got Benton who've kind of rotated through that, that third spot. And Allegri likes Benton Curve, he always has, because he can play those two roles. He can play in front of the defence or he can play to the side. He doesn't complain when he's on the bench. He does his job very well. He doesn't, outside of one or two examples, he doesn't really make big mistakes. And so, no, and he's on a, a low salary. So, no, you wouldn't want to lose him. But if Villa are willing to pay, a a decent transfer fee for him and you lose the wages as well it allows you to bring some money and then as we've seen this morning they've taken a real big step towards signing Dusan Vlavic from Fiorentina Mm. you have to get some money in from somewhere you have to free up some wages from somewhere and it's a it's a sacrifice you don't want to make but you kind of have to because you're paying Aaron Ramsey 7.5 million a season to to wear a Juve jacket and sit on the bench
0: Uh, it's a pretty extraordinary. It's a reminiscent of when I was talking about Coutinho at Barcelona as well. There's the same sort yeah. of wage issues going on there. Um, but you know, I think you mentioned earlier as well that you thought he could actually excel in the Premier League or at least do well. Um, is that so? You know, the style and profile of player that he is. Uh, you think Benteco can fit into the Premier League?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, and I think for me, it's it's not just that he's he's well suited to that more physical style. He's probably. I think from from bits that we have seen from him, I think he's more well suited to the the. I, I don't want to say more tactical freedom in the Premier League, but less tactical rigidity than Serie A, If we <laughs> yeah. say it that way, you know, yeah. I, I don't I don't think you can get too caught up in all these discussions about which league is which. But I think the way that he's been forced to play at Juve within a very disciplined tactical role, being free of that will help him to to be the play, best player that he can be. And I also think you mentioned already about the, the high-profile signings at Villa. I think for in maybe two weeks ago, you, Aston Villa signed Juventus midfielder would be a massive headline-grabbing yeah. kind of yeah. deal. And even though it's only Rodrigo Bentancur, you want to put it that way, but you get Coutinho, you get Luca Dean. He's not going to be the big star. He's not going to be expected to be the one who lifts Villa from, from where they are to where they want to be. He's just another cog in the machine and not just that but he's got players in the team who have been at big clubs as well you know he's not all these guys have been at villa and they were in the championship and then they've come from lower premier league clubs or they've come from wherever Luca Dean's been at Roma he's been at Barcelona he's been at PSG Coutinho's Mm -hmm. been at Bayern Barca and Inter so not not only have they been at high profile clubs but they've both played in Italy as well so I don't think he's going to find himself on an island Apart from the fact that Britain is an island, he's not going to find himself on an island of being the only one, you know. I think it he's not going to be expected the big the big star. He's not going to be the only person who speaks Italian, who has this experience of playing in Italy. He's not going to be the only South American even uh, with, yeah. with Coutinho being there. I think that that all those things add up for for me at least for a a, a recipe for getting the best of Benton. And you add in the the, the position that he might play, that the tactical handcuffs being taken off him that he's over the past few seasons and a team on the rise rather than a team struggling in the shadow of what they were two years ago you know and I think obviously we can talk about Villa being in the shadow of where they were years and years ago but that's probably before Benteke was even born you know so there's going to be none of that baggage and I think all those things added together kind of make me think that that's a really good bit of scouting from Villa and a really smart move to make for a player who's Who's certainly not out of favour, certainly not being marginalised at his club like uh, Coutinho or uh, Luca Dean, a player who is regularly playing for Juventus in Serie A. That's mm. quite a coup. And to to bring him in into a set of circumstances where he should be able to thrive as well is just, for me, it's it's really, really good business.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was the question I was going to ask. You know, what kind of, you know, having just in the last week, we've extended Emmy Martinez's contract. I mean, I personally think he's one of the best keepers in the world, top five. I think he was in the FIFA list recently. Um, so, what kind of a, a statement that is from Aston Villa to have brought Ben Tanker in from Juventus? Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's an exciting, certainly, you would argue it's an exciting move for Villa fans to, to look out for.
1: Yeah, I think he, he's not gonna. He's certainly not gonna be scoring ten goals between now and the end of the season, or you know, getting ten assists or being a, a star man. But he's gonna be, he's gonna be a seven, eight out of ten every. Maybe he has a bad game. Obviously, you can't say it every game. But he's a reliable figure, you know, and he's a proven performer at a big team who've done big things. He's, he's been to Champions League finals, you know. He's mm. he's, a, he's a he's a good player. He's a young player. He's only on. Uh, two and a half million euros a season net at, at Juve. So he's he's certainly not going to be demanding silly wages. But yeah, I think he it's it's a really good pickup that a bit like Luca Dean, you know, he's a a proven performer, a good, a good left back, a player from a, a higher level who because of the circumstances has 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 gone to Villa. He's been convinced by Villa's project. And yeah, I think you look at the the guy you've got sitting on the bench now who probably plays that same if you play Steven Gerrard in a midfield three, that's what you would say, isn't it? You know, he wouldn't be the, when the when he played for Liverpool with Jabby Alonso, Javi Alonso was the one who sat and hold. Mm. They have another midfielder bombing forward and scoring loads. of. Obviously Gerrard scored goals too, but he did a bit of both. And I think that's a perfect kind of person to, look, you need to do this. What have you thought about this with your game? It's a, a every bit of that move just makes so much sense to me. And yeah, he's a, He's never going to be the star man but he's never going to be the guy who who makes huge mistakes and lets you down either i think it's a a really good pickup to be honest
0: brilliant well it's all great to hear that and to get a better sense of who he is and it's interesting to think how he will fit into the midfield considering we have morgan sanson douglas louise marvelous nikamba john McGinn. there's a there's a lot of competition in there and uh similar profiles of players so we'll, we'll see how that all, yeah. all goes i guess it,
1: just just to tack onto that as well he, he can play those different roles too you know it's and I think that's a big thing. You've got all those players and you can Gerard can now he can match and try and figure out the best combination, can't he? And and Ben is mm-hmm. a player who you could try him on the right, try him on the left, try him in the middle, and, and 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 see what works. And I think that again is is smart business. You've brought in a guy who's played at a high level in two diff, very different positions for a, a really big team. And if if Villa managed to pull it off, I think they should be should be more than happy with that.
0: David, for coming on, Adam. It's been absolutely brilliant to meet you. Do you want to let us know where we can find your work online?
1: Yeah, sure. I've got a Facebook name, Adam Digby, and then on Twitter it's at ADZ77. So you find me there and find my work on there as well. Thanks for inviting me on, and it was good to chat.
0: Yeah, and also your book as well, Juventus as a History in Black and White, Uh, that's just available or
1: yeah um, all, all good bookshops amazon whatever it's the link is in my bio on twitter and on, on facebook if you want to have a look at that i think ben Tucker probably joined after i finished writing it so there's no mention of him in there but <laughs> might find something that's interesting you know but yeah yeah thank you
0: okay well thank you everybody for listening i've been your host frankie mcguire once again thank you very much for joining us adam no problem thank you And it's goodbye from me. I'll be back soon to review the transfer window. But until then, come on Super Villa.